morning. It is Wednesday, November 29th. How are you all doing on Anchor today? Uh, this is Rusty with Perspective Shift and My Thoughts. And I wanted to talk a little bit about self-awareness and its relationship to certainty and uncertainty and why that is so important for us and specifically me. So the other day I had a situation where I, I embarrassingly, I lost a little bit of my emotional control and got really upset. Uh, this was about, I think at like three or four in the morning. And the thing is I have a two year old son who loves to come into my bed when he wakes up, whenever he feels like it. And he's an awesome son. And I love that, that he comes and, and likes to hang out with us. And that, you know, he's, he's a good little dude. But we're training him to understand, like, between this hour and this hour, you got to sleep. And his natural instinct, just like any two-year-old boy, is like, hey, I'm awake, so I'm going to go see where my parents are. And so as good parents, we have to teach our children, like, what the parameters are that they can operate in. And so... Uh, my wife and I had discussed about uh, whenever this happens, because now he's at the age where he's gaining a little bit more freedom. We took the little rail off his bed so he can choose to get up when he wants from naps or whatever. And we agreed that if he wakes up in the middle of the night, that we would put him back in the bed. And in this particular situation, my wife was uh, going to do that, but she wanted him to fall asleep first so that transfer would happen sooner than later. But I was honestly fed up, and I, I got really pissed off. And I put the kid, after he had laid in our bed, I put my son back in his bed, and we went into this whole thing of him. Like, he wasn't quite asleep yet, so I made a mistake by not waiting. Um, I was impatient. And I couldn't figure out for, for a while, why did it make me so mad? Because I don't. If you know me, I don't get mad very often. Not to that degree, certainly. And... I, knew, I know enough, I have enough self-awareness about myself to know when I have these emotional spikes, it's not for the reason that I think it is, and I need to spend some time sitting in it and letting my body and my mind process the emotion, and it'll come to me later. So I did that, and here's what I found out. Uh, with my wife, there was some miscommunication in that particular night where when she said she wanted him to fall asleep first, I my emotional center took that as this is a betrayal of what we agreed upon and it certainly wasn't but that's how I interpreted it because I lacked the <laughs> the ability at that time the, um, the fortitude of mind to focus and ask better questions to really understand what was going on I was just kind of pissed off because my son was in my bed and I needed sleep I love my sleep I don't know about you and and he's a two-year-old. He needs to learn how to um, to stay in his bed, you know, at reasonable hours while he sleeps, or while every the world is asleep. And I know it's not perfect or anything like that. And so we're gonna have these trials and errors and these bumps in the road, but that's okay. But I, as an adult, lost a little bit of control, and I was kind of ashamed of that. What I realized was the whole situation boiled down to an agreement between my wife and I that I felt was violated, which was wrong, but I felt that way. And one of the nice things about understanding your emotions is your emotions aren't wrong. They are what they are. You can't control them. They just happen. But through understanding them, we can change how we react to them. 
how we respond to them. So we're not just automatically responding with behavior that is maybe disruptive or dysfunctional like I did that night. And what I realized was I needed to spend more time in my self-awareness. And my wife and I talked about it a couple days later once I figured out what happened with me because she was surprised why I got so upset. And I realized that what was being threatened with that trust and that agreement was I didn't know where the line was with my wife and I. And it led to uncertainty. And self-awareness is so valuable because it dispels uncertainty. When we're uncertain about things, we do crazy things. Our fight and flight response kicks in. And so it's important to understand that self-awareness doesn't give you all of the tools. It just helps you become aware of reality. So I have this ABCs of self-awareness and change. And I follow this principle because it's helped me a lot with processing through the things in my life that I want to change and and improve. So the A stands for acceptance. Self-awareness allows you to accept reality as quickly as possible because we can't change anything unless we are changing reality. What do I mean by this? If you are telling yourself that you are really a happy person but you're depressed and you're struggling, you're not accepting reality. Accepting reality in that scenario, and I have been depressed many times, is understanding that your life is in turmoil and accepting the state of affairs. So A, you have to accept where you are at the time that you are and come face to face with that reality. You must accept reality. A is for acceptance. B is for belief. You have to believe that it is possible to change. In order to believe it, you actually have to see it before you can believe it. And sometimes that can come in the form of seeing somebody else do something and then you see it, so you're going, oh, it is possible. Like when they broke the four minute mile. Most of the world thought that humans would die, and I can't remember that runner's name, but he had to believe it was possible before he made the attempt to change and, and achieve it. In the same way in your own life, in my life, I have to see a future state of that positive change, whatever that looks like, being more loving, more kind, more patient, more successful, um, more empathetic, whatever the change that you want in your life, if it's physical, like nutrition, losing weight, um, becoming more mindful and thoughtful, becoming more self-aware, you have to believe that it is possible before you can actually achieve it. So you have to see that before you believe it. So. I'm going to, this is the practical side of it. I want you to visualize the positive change and describe it to yourself down to the colors, set a scene in an environment. How are you going to feel in a future state? NLP uses this uh, to, to help change those states of mind, those modes, to pull up different resources from your mind to be able to make those changes. So the B, once again, stands for belief. You have to believe that you can change and that you can be better before it will happen. And C, it stands for commitment. You have to commit to the change. It's not enough to accept reality, to believe it's possible to change. You have to commit to the change with your actions. What that means is that you have to take micro steps every single day. And part of those, those steps is you will fail. So you have to forgive yourself and, not, and be kind to this process of change, because it does take a while to change the patterns in your mind, 
to readapt and rewire for this new behavior that you're trying to incorporate, this new belief. And then once you've committed to this change and to the degree that you've committed to it, um, that's the speed and the volatility of how fast this will happen. So if it's more emotional, for example, I lost 46 pounds over the past two years. And it happened because of an emotional event where I was weighing 197 pounds, the fattest I ever been in my life. Um, in the Navy, you can't be fat. You've got to pass a physical fitness test every two years. And I violated that with my weight. It became a never again moment. And I said, never again will this ever happen to me again. I'm going to commit to this change. Now, I accepted reality up front. I'm fat. I'm lazy. I'm not doing what I wanted to do. I believe I can be better. In fact, I've seen it. When I was doing CrossFit, I was much lighter, healthier, stronger, faster. I knew it was possible. So the A and the B came quickly, but it took the emotional input, the emotional failure, the emotional element that said, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to move to something better, and this is never going to happen to me again. And here I am two years later, 46 pounds lighter. So to review, ABCs of change. Self-awareness is the first step to accept reality, the A. Once you've accepted reality, there's B, there's the belief that you have to change and believe that it's possible. In order to believe that's possible, you have to see it. C is the commitment. You commit with your actions and your behavior and your disciplines every single day. If you follow this pattern, the ABCs of self-awareness to change, I guarantee you your life will change. And it will happen faster than you think. So I hope this encourages you. The ABCs of change, um, start implementing them today. And I want to hear from you. What little thing are you planning to change for 2018?